Today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. You know why it is that the non-Christian hates Christians? Because we're walking blamelessly, uprightly, righteously, and it exposes their unrighteousness. It exposes... Let let me uh, uh, say it this way. This is why they don't want the Ten Commandments displayed. Because it exposes the sinner. You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Proverbs. Has someone you know ever felt uncomfortable about the Bible or your Christianity? In today's message, Pastor J.D. will share with you that Christianity can make some uncomfortable because it highlights their sin and need for a Savior. But it doesn't have to be negative. We as Christians can share this with grace. Now be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. But for now, here's Pastor J.D. in the book of Proverbs chapter 29 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. A man who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. I've heard it said this way, beware of the man that wants to give you the shirt off his back. Because it's kind of like, what's the catch? (laughs) When somebody is overly flattering you, it's kind of like, what do you want? Every once in a while my daughter will come upstairs, I'll be studying, and she'll start by saying something to the effect of, Baba, do you know how great of a dad you are? What do you want? What do you want? That's what, it, that's what it's saying. Verse 6, By transgression an evil man is snared, but the righteous sings and rejoices. This speaks to how the evil man, the unrighteous man, one who transgresses does so to their own harm. They end up trapped, snared by their own transgression. In a way they they fall into their own trap, their own, the snare of their own sin. But contrasted with the righteous, they sing and rejoice. Verse 7, The righteous considers the cause of the poor, but, by contrast, the wicked does not understand such knowledge. This has the idea of the righteous. They're considerate. They consider those less fortunate, the vulnerable, the cause of the poor, but the wicked does have they, they have no consideration. They don't even, they don't even think about that. They have such, they, they do not have even the knowledge of it. They could care less. Verse 8, and this is what I want to spend maybe just a little bit of time on because it's exactly as I mentioned at the beginning, what we're seeing take place in real time as we speak. Let me read the proverb first. Scoffers, 
set a city aflame, but wise men turn away wrath. So before the worship started, I was on Twitter, and following this, I actually am kind of late to this, because I was so busy today, and actually, I think it was yesterday, but um, I don't know if you heard about this uh, incident in Minneapolis. Uh, as we speak, this was just, uh, oh, actually the Jerusalem Post just posted this one minute ago. Protesters set fire to the Minneapolis police station amid demonstrations over the death of George Floyd. Uh, there were, they were covering it uh, today. I wasn't able to really uh, watch the coverage, nor did I necessarily want to. I, I, I saw the video, but I couldn't watch it. I just, it, was, it was so horrific. Basically a police officer murdered, and it was a murder, uh, a black man uh, by putting his uh, foot on his neck and cutting off his air supply, and he killed him. It's an eight-minute video. It's online. I, I don't recommend you watch it. It is, it is just um, heartbreaking. Uh, more information is coming out, but uh, what's happening now is the riots that are taking place, the looting that is taking place, they are literally burning the city of Minneapolis to the ground. The, the police station there is on fire. There's video all over social media now. Uh, it's, um, I think, five hours ahead there. So this is into the now uh, late hours of the night, early hours of the morning. Um, it's appalling. I've, I've talked with others about it, and it does seem that this was deliberate, and there were attempts made to get the police officer to uh, remove his foot from this man's um, neck so that he could breathe. Uh, I don't want to be so graphic, but I just saw this, and again, it's all just now coming out, but apparently, and I want to say it was a tweet about how he was actually a strong believer. It's really bad. Oh my goodness. I mean, they're just coming in. It's really bad. Gas lines being cut, explosives. I mean, this is verse 8. Scoffers set, set a city aflame in protest. You know, that's not the answer. Uh, while we don't know all the facts, listen, what this police officer did was wrong. It was wrong. Um, but this isn't the answer, because after the city's burned to the ground, you still have the problem. You've not solved anything. The answer is in the last part of this verse, in verse 8. But the wise men turn away wrath. I wish I could stand here and give you a recent real life example 
of the second part of verse 8, but sadly there are too many real life examples of the first part of verse 8. And think about this, on top of everything else that's going on, this is what's happening there. The images are so disturbing. Again, I don't recommend, you know, for those especially that are, you know, tender-hearted. It, it, it is, it, it's, it's too hard. I, I could not, I see it, I have the TV on mute, I just have to walk away. I can't, I can't see that. You're basically witnessing in eight minutes, in an eight-minute video, the murder of a man. The wise men turn away wrath. We have learned from the Proverbs prior that a soft answer turns away wrath. You can diffuse the situation. That's the answer. That's wisdom, to turn away wrath, to resolve the issue. I would encourage you, for those of you that are following this, first of all, pray for the police officer. Pray for his salvation. His life will never be the same again. Uh, And, you know, that justice is served. He needs to receive his due justice. Um, Yes, there is due process, but man. And then the family of this, this man, this George Floyd. Boy, I can't even imagine what they're going through. And then the anger of that community, that city. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Verse 9. If a wise man contends with a foolish man, whether the fool rages or laughs, there is no peace. In other words, just if you're gonna if you're gonna argue with a fool, plan on, you know, a long-term commitment because you're not gonna get anywhere and you'll never ever have a resolution or a peaceful solution when you contend with a foolish man. You know, some people just want to fight. Some people just love to argue. Oh, they're not looking for an answer. They're looking for an argument. And it becomes clear, and it requires discernment. Verse 10, this is interesting. This, this explains a lot, this proverb. It says, the bloodthirsty hate the blameless, but the upright seek his well-being. Now, think of it this way. You know why it is that the non-Christian hates Christians? Because we're walking blamelessly, uprightly, righteously, and it exposes their unrighteousness. It exposes, let let me uh, uh, say it this way. This is why they don't want the Ten Commandments displayed, because it exposes the sinner, because the Ten Commandments show us us, and all of us are sinners. We were all born sinners. We've all sinned. And that's why they hate the blameless. That's why the non-Christian hates the Christian, because we expose them. I, uh, 
No, I'm not going to talk about that. Don't you hate that when somebody says, oh, never mind. And then they, they don't follow through. No, I don't sense the Holy Spirit would have me to share that. Verse 11. Oh, boy. Oh, this, I was not looking forward to this verse. A fool <laughs> vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. The reason I, I wasn't looking to verse 11 is because I am so convicted because there have been so many times, I'm just being open with you, confessing to you that there are times when you just give full vent. And you know what else? Especially now with everything that's going on. And, you, and, and then, and you just keep going in, and then the more you go, the more you go. And then the adrenaline kicks in, and then it's like, you know, and you give full vent. I mean, you just vomit it out. But the wise man... <laughs> holds them back. Have you ever heard it said, some things are better left unsaid? That's what this is saying. You know, sometimes just maybe don't share that, like I just did actually, just prior to verse 11. Maybe that was the Lord. You know, sometimes it's it's good not to just say everything, you know, just, you know, how you feel and just vomit everything out. I mean, wisdom is to show restraint. You know, there are, there are times, and this is particularly applicable and important in the marriage relationship. You know, sometimes, you know, in the marriage relationship, the husband or the wife will say something, and, and there's that, that part of you, you know, the flesh, <laughs> Like Paul said, I know that in my flesh there dwells no good thing. I mean, my flesh wants to say, me, what about you? And I mean, there you go. You just give full vent to all your feelings. And it goes back and forth. It's the wise man. It's the wise husband when the wife says something. You know, I used to think it was spiritual maturity, you know, being a godly husband, you know, where, you know, we, my wife and I don't argue as much as we did when we were first married and younger. And I realized that's not it. As much as I want it to be, that's not it. You know what it is? You get to a certain age and you're just tired. I mean, you know, she says something and then you just kind of think to yourself, do I want to, nah, and you just don't, you just don't have the fight, the energy to, to, and you just, you know, hold back. I I would love to stand before you and say, yeah, that's a, a sign of spiritual maturity. No, it's a sign of exhaustion. You're just tired. And we, we, parenting, same thing. You know, we were talking about this uh, just today, in fact, uh, we were talking about, my wife and I, you know, with, with parenting, you know, pick your battles, to which I, I said, there's a lot to pick from. <laughs> it's constantly a battle. And so, you know, pick your battles and, and you know, don't. So I, I was thinking to myself and I, I, I said to my wife, you know, there comes a point where you just, you just say, you know, I'm going to let it go. 
I'm just going to let it go. I, I just don't. You know, when we were younger, I mean, there was, we had more energy. <laughs> and now it's like, nah, just, it's, it's okay. And it's just better left unsaid. You know, sometimes the best thing that I ever said was what I didn't say. Sometimes the best email I sent was the one that I didn't push send on. You notice there's no unsend? Oh, how many times have I wished there was an unsend? Verse 12, if a ruler pays attention to lies, all his servants become wicked. This speaks to what you reward is what you promote, and vice versa. What you promote is what you reward. So here's the, here's the example, whether it be in the workplace, or church life, or family life, or whatever the arena is. If you seemingly, maybe unspoken, reward dishonesty, then you're going to breed dishonesty. You're, in effect, promoting that which you're rewarding. And again, it goes both ways. If you reward honesty, you will breed honesty. You promote what you reward, and you reward what you promote. And that's what this is speaking about. Verse 13, the poor man, we need to get moving here. Don't look at the clocks. The poor man, verse 13, and the oppressor, have this in common. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. In other words, uh, one is not better than the other. This has in that culture, in that time, the idea of the borrower as opposed to the lender. The, The borrower in God's eyes is no better than the lender and vice versa. God gives light to both. Verse 14, the king who judges the poor with truth, his throne will be established forever. This is what we already just looked at. You establish with honesty, with truth, you judge righteously, you'll be established forever. Verse 15, here's another parenting proverb. The rod and rebuke give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. We made our our boys and our daughter memorize this verse in 15 different languages. How true is this? You leave the child to themselves? (laughs) What are you going to get? The rod, the rebuke, the discipline, the chastisement, that's what gives wisdom. But boy, you let them get away with it, leave them to themselves, they will bring shame and grief and heartbreak. Verse 16, when the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases, but the righteous will see their fall. Ah, I like verses like verse 16. I'll tell you why. I see what's going on in the world. With much knowledge comes much sorrow. We're going to talk about that more when we get into Ecclesiastes. Uh, That that secular saying is, ignorance is bliss. You know, sometimes I wish I I was more ignorant (laughs) than I already am. (laughs) Ignorance is bliss. 
with much knowledge comes much sorrow. I mean, when you, when you know, it just there's such a, a grief, and it, when you know the wickedness that is multiplying and the transgression that is increasing, it is a must that you be reminded that the righteous will see their fall. Just wait, you'll see. I'm reminded of Psalm 73, where the psalmist is having this crisis of faith for this reason. He was watching the wicked prosper with impunity. And here he's living righteously, and he's, he's having this crisis of faith, and he's starting to doubt, and have I lived righteously in vain? Have I cleansed my hands in vain? And then he says, when I entered into the sanctuary of the Lord, which is always a good place to go, and I saw their end, I got back to my senses. In other words, God's going to have the final word on all the evil, all the wickedness, all of the transgressions that are multiplied. Verse 17, another parenting proverb. Correct your son, and he will give you rest. Yes, he will give delight to your soul. Um, think of it this way. You know the word discipline, I think it gets a lot of bad press. The word discipline comes from the word disciple, train, train up a child, Proverbs 22, 6. Discipline, disciple, direct, correct, and they will give you rest. In other words, peace and calm and harmony. Verse 18, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but Happy is he who keeps the law. This goes back to the example of the Ten Commandments. When you cast them off, you get rid of them, then there's no restraint. What is that which brings restraint? Oh, the revelation of what's right and what's wrong. Absent the revelation of what's right and what's wrong, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. Verse 19, a servant will not be corrected by mere words, for though he understands, he will not respond. It almost parallels in some ways the first verse of Proverbs 29 about being often rebuked, yet continuing to stiffen your neck and harden your heart. The words of wisdom the book of Proverbs provides weren't meant to only be applied to life in the author's time. They were also meant to benefit generations to come, including you. All ages and walks of life can benefit from this book in this modern world. Proverbs gives you practical advice for living a life that's pleasing to your Creator. It also shares insight for ways to interact with others to not only show love, but to model Jesus. Pastor J.D. will have more to share from Proverbs when you join us next time on In Spirit and Truth. In the meantime, you can listen to more teachings from Pastor J.D. at our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. 
You can also subscribe to our podcast, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and even download our mobile app. This is a great way to keep Pastor J.D.'s teachings with you wherever you go, and even share them with others. You'll find a link to download at our website. Again, that's inspiritandtruthradio.com. We also invite you to check out Pastor J.D.'s weekend update, the Mideast Prophecy Update. In these updates, Pastor J.D. takes a critical look at the news and events happening around the globe and compares them to prophecies of the Bible, sharing God's views on what's taking place. You'll find these updates on our mobile app or on our website. One more time, that's in spiritandtruthradio.com. That's all we have time for today. We pray you've been encouraged by this teaching in Proverbs and that you'll continue to study them on your own. Tune in next time for more right here on In Spirit and Truth.